Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Joining me today is Travis. Not clunky. And Paul Tassie. Paul, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me back again. <laughs> Brian, Brian's just on permanent hiatus, so... Uh, yeah. I'll be inviting you on the show more often. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, man, today... It's going to be a really, really interesting episode. We have so much to go over. Uh, Bungie revealed their full rundown of everything that's going to be vaulted. So we kind of know what to expect there. And it is a lot to get over. So uh, let me start by saying last week I said there's no way I'm going to do those armor sets. I did all three characters. I'm something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It so gets a lot easier, though. Gotcha. It, snow it snowballs because of the multiplayer. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It starts snowballing. So basically, you do your main character all the way through. As soon as you get to the purple one, though, the multiplier starts on the blue sets. So you can tear through the blue sets really quick. But anyway, got to do trials this weekend. Took me two weeks. So I'm a I'm a filthy casual in the Destiny community. Four days. Oh, you think you're <laughs> casual. I still have blue armor, man, on, on my first character. So yeah, this is my weekend. Can, this is yeah. my weekend to grind. I'm going to catch up on everything. But yeah. <laughs> um, also, I feel like we should state the fact that we're going to talk about the Destiny content vault, which... Uh, this week, which how many times have we talked about vaults in Destiny? And then now we're talking about a different type of vault. So we spend a lot of time talking about vaults on the show. There favorite. are a lot of vaults. The vault you put yeah. stuff in. There's the vault, vault of glass. glass. The, uh, yeah, there's the, yeah, just lots of vaults. A <laughs> lot, lot of vault things. Um, uh, Shackle Shotgun on Twitter usually does a good roundup of information and uh, looks like Cosmo and such have talked about the DCV and sort of how Transmog is going to work. I'll read over that a little bit later. Let's get into to uh, the content vault and we're just going to go down the list of what is being uh, vaulted. Strikes. And like if you only get your information from the show, I highly recommend you read the TWAB this week because it is just so much and you're going to want to know what is being a lot of vaulted. tables. So many tables. <laughs> yeah. Spreadsheets. A lot of tables you like here. spreadsheets? We yeah. got them. Yeah. So uh, what's moving into the vault? Pyramidian, Festering Core for Strikes, Sabathun's Song. That's the one on Titan. Uh, on Mars, Strange Terrain, Will of the Thousands. Those are, Will of the Thousands is like a really fast strike that I like to melt the boss at. Uh, Mercury, Tree of Probabilities, Garden Roll. Those can stay there. <laughs> uh, Gambit and Gambit right. Prime are being merged, but we're also losing some of the maps. We're losing Cathedral of Scars and uh, Kel's Grave on the with, Cathedral of Scars is the one on in Dreaming City. Kel's Grave is the one on Tangled Shore. Uh, I will not miss Kel's Grave. Let me tell you, Crucible. Yeah, Crucible. We're is Kel's Grave the one on which one is that? It's the one that's the one that's, where you fall into the lava. 
Yep, there's uh, lava everywhere. Those two are only, only regular Gambit maps, which I think is why they're leaving. But. Yeah, honestly, Deep Six can go. It's just too big. I like the rotating. Like, they did a lot of interesting things programming-wise, but um, for me, Deep Six is just too large of a map. Um, I really like the Emerald Coast, though. I'm glad that's staying. And, yeah, Gambit. Gambit's being... Are, are, are we going through everything or are we i want to go through everything i, I, I want to go through everything then we'll go back to the top so crucible okay. here's what's getting vaulted i'll just speed on through it so people get their info moving into the dcv uh we got meltdown solitude retribution the citadel emperor's respite equinox eternity firebase echo gambler's ruin legion's gulch, gulch and vostok which i feel like we just got uh, yeah. uh, PVP modes going into the vault, supremacy, countdown, lockdown, uh, breakthrough, doubles, momentum, control, and scorched, uh, raids and dungeons. None of them, none of the dungeons are going into the DCV, which is awesome. Uh, raids, <laughs> raids going into the DCV, everything on Leviathan. So Leviathan, Eater World, Spire of Stars, Scourge of the Past, and Crown of Sorrows, all those are going into the DCV. Uh, exotic quests. Oh my goodness. If you want to acquire these <laughs> exotics via their original quests, do you so prior to the end of season rivals. Sturm, Mida, Rackang, Acrius, Sleeper, Polaris, Worldline Zero, Ace of Spades, Last Word, Lay Monarch, Jotun, Izanagi's Burden, Thorn, Lumina, Truth, Bad Juju, and then the catalysts for a lot of those, Bad Juju, Huckleberry, Izanagi's, Acrius, Polaris, Lance, Skyburners, Sleeper, Telesto, Outbreak Perfected, Whisper of the Worm, Worldwide, <laughs> Worldline World. Zero, which is a five-week-long quest, I believe, still. So I started that on my character, uh, and I think that is all of the stuff. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, what did I miss here? Yeah, we, we're done with the tables, but we have zero hour. We have mm -hmm. the forges, and we have mm -hmm. reckoning, yeah. and we have the entire red war campaign. <laughs> yeah. So those are all things that we didn't know were going for sure. Uh, some people suspected, but this is the first confirmation I think for any of those that they're all yeah. going. So I, I guessed that this was going to happen, and that's why my YouTube channel got flooded with a collection of all the the story missions and everything over there. So, um, yeah, I just kind of got those more for posterity's sake, for myself, if I ever want to do features about Destiny in the future, uh, we can just pull them out of there. But there's a complete collection of all the story content. But, yeah, when something goes in the Real Life Chronicler. That's your YouTube channel now. <laughs> Chronicler. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just... We're losing it, and I, like we're not going to get back Red War. It's just gone. I, they're not. Gonna no, they bring might bring back it back eventually. Campaign. That's they're, a solid they're gonna, campaign. They're going to bring they back can't. that whole campaign. They can't. How? There's, I don't think they can. They'd have to put yeah. in all the plant, the at least two yeah. full planets back in to make that work. And that so, video yeah, is like two hours long. So <laughs> maybe yeah, at the so end anyway. of Destiny, they'll bring it all back. Who knows? Um, just as a final Westeros. It's just so much to ingest. I don't even think I've fully processed what what it is doing. Uh, 801 Black Armory, Season of the Forge quests are gone. Gambit Prime Reckoning and Season of the Drifter quests. Benedict 66, Werner 99, Menagerie, Season of Opulence, Pinnacle and Pursuit, Weapon quests. Oh, damn. I didn't even think of that. It's almost <laughs> half the game. Like I, I, yeah. I'm trying to like do the math in my head, and like I think it's like 40 to 50% of the game. Like Some areas more than others. I read this. Raids, it's like 80% of the game. It's when like I read this, 
I read it slow and painstakingly, and I read it again, yep. and it's I still haven't processed just how much they are getting rid of. So let's go through it again. Core activity-wise, uh, strikes. H- how do you guys feel about the strikes being vaulted? Is, is this is a big hit? There's so, some good ones on here. Yeah, there are some good ones. The thing about strikes is that like my main complaint about them is that I keep doing the same ones over and over again. So these are just ones that I don't have to do over and over again anymore. However, it now lowers the pool and they're only replacing it with one strike in the new one. They're getting mm-hmm. one new strike. And the, the, uh, at least that's kind of what their table would imply. And one does uh, and, yeah, exactly. And, and then the old one from destiny. So it's, it's two strikes replacing uh, five or six, I think. Seven. <laughs> seven. It's seven strikes that are leaving. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly nice. what I was going to say too. Because it's like, yeah, I'm sick of doing some of the seven, and like those aren't all the best strikes necessarily. But like, for instance, when the Citadel comes up, I hate running Citadel and just like the normal strike playlist because it's twice as long as everything else. So I usually just peace out. Mm-hmm. Now I have like double the chance of getting Citadel in the rotation because there are seven less strikes now. So it's it's just dramatically reduce the pool and like yeah. i guess they're gonna build it up over time like by the end of the year we should have four more because they're porting in at least some version of three from cosmodrome from destiny one and then one i assume one europa one but like that that's gonna not be great because you're you're gonna get a lot of like you're still going to be getting I, I, don't, I don't know what the final number is but like 10 of the old strikes that you have been running indefinitely already like that's and, and so you're just going to be doing those more and more and more and more. So like you like Exodus Crash, Inverted Spire. Like I cannot count how many times I've done Inverted Spire at this point, but because that's unnecessary, that's staying. And now I'm going to do it even yep. more because it's mm. going to come up even more often. So that yeah, that's not great. Uh, a positive on the strike front: we're getting Devil's Lair back, probably one of the most common strikes you ran in Destiny One, and Fallen Saber from Destiny One also is coming because Cosmodrome is also coming back. Uh, that will come in year four. Man, they have all this terminology, like year four, and then they have but season, season <laughs> 12 yeah. and November yeah. 10th. And it's just like, it's you just to get a date a planner to just to keep track of all. We also don't know yeah. how long the new season's going to be because it's starting in November. And, yeah, and so true. it could either be a month or all the other seasons could be pushed back. Like we don't, we don't really know that yet. I still think they're doing way too many seasons personally. I mean, they might they might just straight cut one this year. Honestly, they should. or two. Yeah, because I mean, with the two month delay, that's ten months. So you'd have like three seasons that are three and a third month long. So if I was them, I might just cut one if they're, if they're shooting for a September release next year for uh, Witch Queen. All right. So let's move on uh, to the next one. Gambit and Gambit Prime are being merged together into to one mode, and we're getting a few items that are thrown into the DCV. The new mode is basically going to be more like Gambit Prime, where there's one boss phase. And what did they say specifically here? They're doing things like moat, drain, and then they're yeah. changing the primeval phase to some degree. I assume they're going to make it so you can't... Because like regular Gambit primeval burn now is insane. Like it, it's... Yeah. They haven't remotely tried to balance it. So, like, if the other team summons a primeval and has any idea what they're doing, like, it'll be dead in eight seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I a- oppressive be- all swords, it's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not even close. <laughs> yeah. So, um, honestly, I like using main uh, gambit for grinding enemy kills and stuff like that. There's like 
right now the story quests often have you do gambit and i just do regular gambit because i can do it in two gambit runs a lot of people do reckoning also because that's supposed to be really really quick so that's a noticeable change I don't think this is going to impact how many people play Gambit unless there's missions that actually force us to go back in there. I think those of us that were Gambit fans have largely seen that our our fanship, we'll call it, has run its course. We get Gambit. We've mastered it. Uh, <laughs> I can't stand going into it now. Uh, how do, how do you guys feel? It anymore. I just, I, it, it, this seems like they're really winding it down because... For, again, it's the map thing. So they're just cutting two maps. Like there's only six maps in the first place, and you're cutting mm. two maps. Like that's yeah, that's not good. And I assume they're doing that because it's going to be the prime setup of enemies. Where like I, I guess they couldn't fit all the big prime bosses or something into the smaller other maps they're cutting. But they're also cutting like prime armor and armor perks. And they said they may maybe we'll put them in mods or something down the down the line. But like they they just really shrunk gambit now to kind of its its base yeah. essence and i i'm having a hard time understanding when they're gonna like go back and do some big gambit revitalization and like i just don't really imagine that happening frankly so yeah i i had i had kind of the same reaction this seems to me like a death knell for gambit because they i mean this is this kind of reminds me of when they took Trials of the Nine out of the game and said, we're just going to work on it for a little bit. And then it was gone for years, you know, and it was basically just dead. I kind of see Gambit getting wind down to its core components, and I don't know if it's going to remain a core activity, especially if the player base drops off. Consolidating it to one activity could help its player count, but I, yeah, I mean, they're removing maps. I do not see them dedicating time to making more maps in the future, which now means there's going to be only four uh, indefinitely. And... Uh, yeah, unless they keep making quests and bounties that force players to do it, I just don't see this really making a comeback, maybe ever. Or if it does, it'll be like you know, Trials of Osiris, where it was just gone for for you know years, and then they they brought it back as like with a, with a lot of fanfare, like hey, that thing you loved is back. Unfortunately, there aren't a lot of people who love Gambit, at least that I know. So I, I don't know if we'll ever see it come well, back. And if this least. is true, like they they gotta stop treating it like the third pillar of the game, where it's like we have the strike playlist the strike vanguard and crucible and the crucible that's marketing right no no but, but like no it's not just marketing it's it's pretty much having all these bounties having the drifter be this vendor giving, exactly. giving him all these pinnacle drops and like they're treating it like a third pillar of the game when it's got like now it's gonna have one mode and four maps and mm. not really any dedicated loot anymore either so like i just i i hope they stop forcing us to do gambit as much as they have been because it's clearly just it's not on the same level as the strike playlist or crucible. Yeah, for sure. And I, I just feel like Gamut's run its course. I'm glad they're winding it down. I hope they put that effort more towards trials. I think trials definitely needs TLC. We've talked about this on the show with you actually, Paul. Um, uh, yeah, so let's let's actually use that as a jumping off point to go into crucible. Crucible is getting uh, slashed Gutted. pretty massively. Yeah. Here. Uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven maps. Let me recount. Three. Yeah, eleven maps, including Vostok, which I actually think is a really, really good map. I think Equinox is is a, a fan favorite. How, how did you guys react? The Leviathan to map. No, That's Leviathan map say. can go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did any of these sting for you guys? Um, I don't really understand the. A reasoning behind removing crucible maps at all like i don't think that it really impacts the story 
if you like, like we kind of talked about this a couple episodes ago, but you could justify anything. You could be like, Oh, we're on Mars. Cause we're, you know, reliving a memory or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really get the, the lore part of it. And then removing maps seems like a net negative to me because I don't think having fewer maps enhances crucible inherently getting rid of ones that are bad. I'm like all for like emperors or spite like that, that need, needed to go years ago. But like some of these, I'm just a little confused by. Well, I think they're, um, they're, they're meltdown. We're actually is, not doing it tied to destinations. So for for Gambit and Crucible, it's like these aren't getting removed because they're tied to sunsetting locations. Um, I I didn't really care that much about this because most of these on this list are either kind of out of rotation already in a lot of the modes, or they're just terrible. Like the Citadel is my least favorite map in the game by far. Uh, meltdown. Oh yeah, that meltdown's, meltdown's really Vostok. good. Yeah, uh, Vostok's really good. Like those are pretty well balanced maps in, in my opinion, which, but like the ones you guys are mentioning, yeah, who cares? I guess the idea is that it, I think it's, it's easier to rotate back in crucible maps, like whenever they want, like these, these half these maps are already essentially in the content vault because of how infrequently they're used. So I, I don't really yeah. think the content vault changes crucible all that much because taking maps in and out of it is not a huge deal. Uh, I, I'm more curious about, cause there are no like redacted europa maps or anything listed here i would be amazed oh, yeah. if they did i would be amazed if they didn't add any crucible maps with this expansion like i can't i can't imagine that that's what is going to happen but they they tease the strike that's redacted and they didn't tease any redacted crucible maps so well it's possible yeah. but that would be that would be a big bummer yeah yeah I'm, uh, I'm just wondering the reasoning behind getting rid of maps because getting rid of playlists i get because it consolidates the player base but getting rid of maps doesn't really do the thing the thing that they're talking about that they need help with which is like focusing the player's attention right like you get put into a playlist map is chosen for you it's not like it affects your experience at all to have more maps so i don't know it's, it's just a i don't know if i understand like the the reasoning behind the choice just yet well what about the modes travis you said you don't really mind the modes we're losing supremacy countdown lockdown breakthrough doubles momentum control and squirts i don't, I don't care so much about uh scorched or momentum control but uh, yeah, or are there, are there, or supremacy. I, I mean, who, who likes supremacy? Yeah, mo momentum the control is the, the one. Yeah, momentum control was the one that stuck out to me as like being bad. But again, it, they put an asterisk next to, next to it, yeah. like, hey, it's coming back in year four. So that's not mo really getting momen rid of it. It's coming <laughs> momentum back. and scores are coming back, but the countdown mode, which is what they built trials around in in the launch yep. of Destiny Two, they don't need it yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like they're just like, who, yeah, who we, likes we that give mode, up on that. No one. No yeah. one like that. Yes. Yeah. So it's for me, long. getting rid of the play getting rid of playlists makes sense to me. Or like game types, because it consolidates attention, it, re it reduces the need for separate playlists. That I get, and I don't think we're really losing anything in this. The the it's really the maps that confuses me more than anything else. And it could be that the maps don't match those play modes that they're keeping in. Maybe that's kind of their problem with it. Um, I'm not really sure. But yeah, I I, I, uh, I'm just glad supremacy is leaving. That's my comment on this. Uh, that's my hot take on this list of modes getting removed. This episode is largely reactionary, but am I crazy in thinking that they said they were going to look more at PVP in the near future? And I don't see anything about PVP in November on this list. There's no asterisks. There's no redacted maps. There's no redacted modes, nothing. So do you guys think that they're going to be refining at least the, the core aspects of pvp i i think pvp is in a pretty good place um there are some outliers that need to be adjusted but um 
yeah. My, my guess is is the season after, because that's when the Trials reset is happening, is the season mm -hmm. after this, this next one, uh, where they're getting new armor and I assume some new weapons and stuff. So I still would be surprised if there were no new Crucible maps at all. Um, I think that would rub some people the wrong way. But if there is a focus on Crucible to cer certain extent, it's probably going to be the season after. And I, I don't really think there need to be like huge sweeping overhauls to, to Crucible and like new weapons are going to change the meta anyway. And sunsetting obviously will change Trials and uh, Iron Banner significantly. So I think they're probably just going to see how that that is their crucible balancing in a way where it's like, ah, oh, you can't really use Revoker or Mountaintop and Trials anymore. So we'll see how that goes. And they'll probably take a season to figure out, you know, the end result of that. Yeah, for yeah, me, I, I just... I think there's really... Go ahead. No, you first. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, I think there's like two roads, right? Like either they're they're playing it super close to the chest, right? And they're just not revealing the fact that they have Crucible stuff and that there's going to be new maps. Or, you know, this is something that maybe they're backing away on because the last time they released something that focused on Crucible, it didn't go really well. Like the whole trial season was by by most accounts, like one of the, the worst seasons in terms of the PvP content. And I think that this is a focus, a return to the focus on PvE uh, especially since that seems to be the content that people enjoy more. And also uh, they've been lacking in it for a while, right? Like we haven't gotten a raid in a while. We got, we got the dungeon uh, mo most recently. That's probably the biggest piece of PVE content, but PVE players are probably hurting right now for some sub substantial meaty content. I'm not a PVE main, but, but that's, yeah. that's what I would be thinking. That's a good point, Travis. Okay. So, we're going to get into some of the end game content now because there was actually a positive with all these things being vaulted. And that is that prophecy is actually going to stay. They had originally said that that was going to go into the DCV. Now all the dungeons are staying. Dungeons are three person activities. If I, everybody who watches this show knows what dungeons are, but anyway, we're getting shadow <laughs> thrown pit of heresy and prophecy. They're all staying. So, so that's actually a positive meaning. You can do a lot of the quests associated with them. You can still get that high, high stat roll armor or at least materials in a farmable way. Uh, this was a good, a good thing, right? Well, like, they, they said it's going off for a little while. They said, so I, I think this is in between them saying before it was taking a full season off and now maybe it's just, I mean, it could be like a couple of days if they have to just do a tech update or it could be a couple of weeks, but it does seem like it'll be less than a full season. We have to wait for it to return, which is good. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, on the raid front, all of the Leviathan raids going into the DCV, they must be big assets for them to make that decision. That's a lot of content, and I don't really understand why would they get rid of it? I think Leviathan as a whole... Leviathan as a whole yeah. is probably the biggest area in the game, I think. Yeah. Like we we don't know that because it's not a patrol zone, so we don't like run around Leviathan. But like when you add all the stuff together that is in Leviathan between four raids, menagerie, and tribute hall, yeah, that's that's a ton of space. So that's and my we, guess. We lose tribute hall too. Yeah. So we lose anything associated with Leviathan, basically, and tribute hall. Like basically, get your catalyst out of there now while you can because. We're going to talk about Catalyst next, but those are going away for at least two seasons. They said season, wait, we're on 11. Yeah, so season 13 or 14 is when a lot of these exotic Catalysts, exotic quests would be returning, according to the TWAB here. Um, Travis, do you care that they're being vaulted? The Leviathan the raids? raids? Yeah. Oh, no. No way. Take yeah. them. 
I'm, I, I mean, I, the moment the, the triumph hall is, is a big loss and I don't know if we know we're losing menagerie, but that is a Leviathan yeah. location. So I would yeah. assume, yeah. Uh, I think Marat menagerie and uh, the tribute hall are really the only things I'll miss. They can bring back those raids later on if there's some fun take on them, but I, I don't enjoy doing those raids anymore. I've just I've been burned yeah. out on them way too much. One of the people are sad about they... Scourge. Yeah, Scourge. Oh yeah, because it's yeah. in an area that's thing. Uh, one of the smartest things they did though is they made these raids farmable. I think if they're worried about like people just getting powerful too fast, just make one pinnacle drop per week and then the rest of them just drop at level or something. Or like the dungeon. They should just do the dungeon thing. Yeah, so you can for, farm yeah. the gear that you want. Like Prophecy is a really great example of how to do it right. It gives people more incentive to run the raids. It has been nice going back and running them again, but I, I'm also totally fine. Like I don't like Crown. I actually really despise Scourge. Um, even because though you had to run it 50 I, times. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't like Scourge. I don't like Spire yeah. Eater. Yeah, because yeah, I had to do it 50 times to get Anarchy. But thankfully, mm -hmm. that has been patched. But... This impacts some of the, the other items in the game, including the Sleeper Simulant Catalyst and the... God, what's what's the other one from the right? Uh, Telesto Catalyst. Telesto. Yeah, so yeah. make sure... Uh, and, and Acreus, actually. Acreus. Yeah, so I want to talk specifically about Catalyst. There's a lot of exotics that are just going to be fine, but these Catalysts, you're going to want to get them before they, they get vaulted because... If any of these weapons do end up getting beefed up, for example, you're going to want to have the most powerful version, and you won't be able to get that if you don't have the catalyst until season 13 or 14 at the earliest. So that means a significant period of time before there's even another way to get them. And those, again, were Bad yeah. Juju, Huckleberry, Izanagis. Get Izanagis. Get Acreus. I don't know about Polaris Lance. Skyburner's Oath is a raid one. Sleeper Simulant, that's being regarded as pretty powerful. That is from Spire. So you're going to want to farm for that. Uh, Telesto is just always broken. Two of the most important ones, Outbreak Perfected and Whisper of the Worm. Excellent quests. You definitely want to run before November 10th. Don't miss out on those and get those catalysts if you can. Outbreak Perfected is very laborious in terms of how you get it. And then uh, World Line Zero, I started that one. That's tied to Escalation Protocol. What is your reaction yeah. to this? This for me is like the big, oh my God, you you got yes. to get these things ASAP. Yeah, Travis? so I think this is the biggest loss for me, like pretty hands down. Um, I have every exotic catalyst in the game except Acreus and Telesto just because it's really hard to find groups to run that on the heroic setting or prestige setting, I guess it's called. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I, I just haven't been able to get those and, and I've had, had bad luck with the drop. So this puts pressure on me to get those done and to run it every week, which I might not do. And if I don't do it, and even if I do do it and don't get the drops, then I'm going to be kind of out of luck if if those weapons rise rise to prominence. And Telesto is almost always part of the meta. Acreus is a really good gun in certain situations. Uh, so not having that those catalysts is a big bummer. So yeah, for me, the catalysts and the exotics that are leaving the pool and players not being able to get those, oh, that's a really cool exotic. How do I get it? Oh, you can't. Oh, they're going to add it again yeah. later, but who knows when, you know? that That's not going to be mm -hmm. a good feeling, I feel like, for players. Yeah, so... Um, like if you're hardcore, yeah. definitely work on that. What's what are your thoughts, Paul? I find this very annoying. <laughs> I'm not. I don't think it's <laughs> yep. like a huge deal, but I think the way they're going about this is very annoying because this has been a problem for some of these long before we had the Destiny content vault. Like they should have taken stuff like Telesto and Sleeper out of Prestige, Spire, and Eater like 
a year ago at yes. least. Like they yep. should not have been in there yep. to begin with. And now you're now those things are gone and you're not gonna put them anywhere else still. Like that's that's crazy. Those like I don't care if you make it like somewhat hard to get or whatever, but like it should be in the game and we shouldn't have to wait another six to nine months to to get those. Like I I they already might as well not exist for me because I'm not gonna run that stuff. But like it's it's wild to me that they have not come up with a plan to like introduce, you know, these 12 catalysts that probably a pretty low amount of people have in total because of how you got them. And like stuff like Huckleberry, which you get yeah. from, I think like heroic Mercury and, and Mars heroic adventures or something. Yeah. You couldn't make that like just heroic any other so the loop, heroic adventures. Yeah. And when we go to the next thing, adventures are being vaulted. So well, adventures on the adventures on the planets, right? Not every adventure in the game. Here's, here's specifically what they said uh, beyond that. Uh, when a when destination a enters yeah, the DCV, it's PVE content, including adventures. So, well, the thing is, what's going to be left then? The EDZ adventures? I mean, each each planet has adventures to no. some extent, right? Yeah, okay. So Nessus, EDZ Nessus and Nessus. Yeah. Tangle Shore has like the Baron adventures. Those are all adventures, technically. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Dreamy right. City doesn't. The moon doesn't. The moon doesn't no, have they, adventures. They basically stopped after Curse of Osiris. I, I guess if you count the Baron adventures, that was uh, season. I didn't really four. think of that. But you're right. Yeah. yeah. So so that's actually that's a bummer. Um, the tougher ones, including Sleeper Simulant and like Tele they're all tied to raids. They're tied to the raids. Just put them anywhere else. Like the fact that well, they're, they're putting the raid exotics in some sort of like vendor like whatever this uh, memorial system is like they're, they're they have some system for that so i don't know why they're leaving catalyst behind at the same time yeah That's and they're very weird uh world line zero which i'm working on right now is actually weekly gated so i'm glad i started it now because it takes five weeks to complete the catalyst and with mars yeah. being vaulted you're not going to be able to hit that final boss for that 20 percent gain every week um so World Line Zero, the catalyst is fairly easy to get. It just kills with the World Line Zero sword, and it, it dropped for me in like an hour of just using the sword to kill as many things as possible. Uh, I just put on a, a heavy finisher uh, mod and just went to town. But uh, yeah, any of these jump out to you? Like any of these that you guys don't have yet that you're going to kind of get to work on? Yeah, I have all the exotics. The only catalyst, the catalyst. are those two yeah. from the raids. So it's like I don't have any of those uh, and catalysts. I, I've wanted the Telesto yeah. catalyst and the Sleeper catalyst forever, but I I am not going to do prestige farming runs to get those. So I I just assume yeah. they take them out of there eventually because it's it's so dumb to keep them there. But here we so, are. Sleeper is yeah. extra complicated. So once you get the catalyst, it's a thousand kills with like each of yeah. the weapons from escalation protocol. So not only is it tied in with escalation protocol, but it's tied to weapon kills and it's it's this whole thing for for uh sleeper. Let me I have it up here. I think you can get those ones out of your collection though, right? Like the because those are static rolls. Yeah, I kill those weapons. Yeah, it's just yeah. it just takes forever, I think. Kills I don't with think it each has to weapon, a thousand sniper, a thousand shotgun, two thousand submachine gun. That's so, so annoying. No hand cannon. <laughs> yeah, I remember that was so annoying. That hand cannon has a terrible reload. Rate, I don't even so. care if that requirement stays. Like, I just, mm -hmm. 
just put it put the catalyst itself somewhere put it in the game yeah like put it even if it's in a even if it's in a really dumb barrier like trials of osiris you know that's that's like a great way you know (laughs) like i'm just saying like anywhere is better than nowhere like give me some way to get it like it's so crazy yeah Absolutely agree. Alert going up. It's Paul's got thirty. Paul's okay. got the commercial. He's got alarm. he's got things to do. I think it was some sort of like amber alert or something. We got to go to OTT break. So that's what Paul's, Paul's alarm is for. Uh, yeah. So some of the lingering items. It's part of the union. Yeah. Some of the lingering <laughs> items included uh, how guardians are going to exper- experience the game. So like if you're a, a new light player, they're actually revamping that experience. We're building a new expanded guardian origin story on the Cosmodrome that will launch alongside year four and be, a- now it's year four. What happened to season 12? Like, are you going with years or are you going with seasons? Come on. Anyway, it'll launch make that alongside day year four, Justin. season 12 and be available to all guardians to play year four, season 12, uh, beyond light, but this is the new light experience that we're talking about. So five different terminologies. More sense so for them to Why say is that year four season one? So then, and then they could just do four, and then it resets back to yeah. I'm, I'm with you. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't. I don't get why people are confused by this game. But anyway, uh, a whole new. <laughs> Uh, it's designed to introduce you to the world and the mechanics of destiny and prepare you to play the action MMO game. We all enjoy the forsaken and shadow keep story campaigns will still be playable in year four for owners of these expansions. Uh, I really hope they don't get rid of the, the forsaken campaign because just everything that happens in there is so impactful to everything else that has been happening in the game. I, I hope that stays for a while. They need to put that in new light though. Like it's time for that to be in new light after two years or whatever it's going to be by then which, which for now it's still paid for for forsaken they should forsaken that, all that should be added to new light starting with beyond light hmm. well i mean that's what they say it's still going to be available do you think it should just be part well, of the available to purchase like yeah they were oh. going to buy it he's saying it should go to the free to play yeah. you had you had yeah. all of vanilla d2 when you were getting new light and you had the first two expansions now mm-hmm. all of that is gone and is being replaced by I assume maybe some Destiny 1 reprise missions in the Cosmodrome. I don't know. Like it's gonna be a lot less though. So unless you're adding Forsaken to that, you just you took away a ton of stuff for new light players too, because you killed all these campaigns, which is yeah, kind of wild. If you download if you download New Light and make your first character in Destiny, what is like the thing that you do? It's like it's like the opening quest essentially from Destiny One. Oh, like some yeah. no, I know that. I mean, I mean, going forward because before it was like okay, obvious progression, like beat the story from so, D two base, but like the it wasn't even obvious. You had to like go talk to Amanda Holiday in her secret like quest log. Like I, yeah. I feel like almost everybody missed that. So the setup was wow. bad before, but at least you had access to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I, I'm assuming they're going to do some sort of early mission walkthrough. Like maybe it will jump around to a couple of the existing planets, but. Overall, it's going to be a lot less free stuff. I think they're still going to open with that Destiny 1 opening. I mean, that's been built out really well. I played through that on the IGN Ed's account. I played through it at the preview event. And that's a pretty solid experience. It kind of gives you the basics of getting your weapons. You're a guardian. You've been brought back to life. Go kill stuff. You know, um, it's it sets you up and it kind of gets you to the tower. Now, what they do beyond that, I think they need to do a much better job of because then it just throws you into the deep end. It's like... I mean, the answer is you go play whatever you want, but it just doesn't feel clear to new players who are trying to figure out how to do things. Uh, what else do we got here, Paul? Paul, you mentioned something something else earlier in the show, a unique thing that they're doing. I mean, 
Well, they're uh, the other stuff they're cutting that we didn't expect would is zero hour, and their their rationale is, mm-hmm. oh, well, the old towers part of the red war campaign so that's why we're cutting that mm. destination and then it's like okay and then, then but then they're cutting the forges <laughs> which are on yeah. earth and nessus we're not getting sunset which has nothing to do with the red war campaign so like they're, they're kind of breaking their own rules like just whenever they want to delete stuff that they <laughs> just think they're just cutting forges because they were they're still they're still upset that we all afk'd there that's it yeah no i'm, I'm playing the forges right now because now that i know they're being sunset i'm trying to get a hundred completions for that ship that i have been putting off for years at this point uh so i'm i i always thought they could have done something more interesting with the forges like just refine the the farming process a bit like update the weapons yeah so they're gone like it's yeah they're not super relevant but it's another activity okay Uh, they're never gone they're just always be with you I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, reckoning, this- I, reckoning I truly hate. So that is like oh, yeah. nothing but news. Um, I mean, with with Gambit Prime not existing and the armor not existing, that's gone. And then all those weapons are now in the general pool. So now there's literally is- no reckoning. Paul, that includes the season of the Drifter quest, which is the Allegiance quest, which turns out was meaningless. So they're just getting getting rid of that also. So here's what they say specifically. <laughs> here's what they say specifically. Question with the Forsaken campaign, Tangled Shore, and Dreaming City sticking around after Beyond Light's launch, does that mean other year two seasonal content will remain playable in year four too? Answer no. <laughs> the season two seasonal <laughs> content, including forges, reckoning, and menagerie, will be entering the DCV. Where that's never coming back. Uh, be yeah. sure to experience that content and mark the final items off your collections and checklists before they are vaulted. Here's a cheat sheet of what to complete. Ada 1. She's a character, so okay. So anything involving Ada 1. And uh, a vendor. And a vendor. That you can only get from her. Yep. So use your materials to get the good stuff from her. Black Armory is going away. Season of the Forge quest. Gambit Prime. Reckoning. Season of the Drifter quest. That's Benedict 66, Werner 99, which is where you get your, your raid gear from, your random rolls. So what's going to happen with those tokens that I have a thousand of? Menagerie and Season of Opulence Quest. So all three of those seasonal things that you purchase, they're just gone. Uh, and then Pinnacle and Pursuit Weapon Quests associated with those, uh, they're gone. They're going to get alternate acquisition methods, but more of that's coming later, probably in Season 14. So you're looking at july 2021 before we hear anything about the the weapon quest again but they're, I mean, they're, they're just anyway. deleting essentially deleting two entire years of the game um it's like almost nothing is staying it's mm-hmm. the planets and then strikes on those planets and like that that's kind of i guess some of the adventures I, like and that's it i think that now the news this time was that all of year two is being deleted where before this, we, we assume Menagerie was mm-hmm. and Tribute Hall because that was a part of Leviathan and that's what they talked about. But they gave no indication that Forges or Reckoning were going away. Um, and those were not tied to Sunsetting Destination. So it's just sort of, yep. it's old enough. We're clearing it out. Like, I'm, I'm probably going to write an article about this. Like, I'm just, I'm kind of wondering about like the ethics of all this, where it's like, it's so you much stuff that we paid for over yeah. the years that you just, no longer have access to and like it almost makes it almost makes destiny a pure subscription model because like the only other place that kind of happens where it's like netflix like netflix cycles in old like new titles and then takes out old titles but like you never bought those movies or shows outright 
you just mm. have been pay, constantly paying them money. But like, this was like a physical purchase. Like you, you literally yeah. bought all of these campaigns, like all of this stuff. And like, now if you want to access it, it's, it's no longer there. And like, what on happens? The, on the if, side, I got to ask Paul, yeah. sorry to interrupt you, but what happens yeah. if you have that destiny Two disc and you pop that in your console? What the, that. what the hell is that? You have to be right online. Now? Is it just so, new life? Yeah. Like, yeah you have to be it, online anyway. Yeah. On the actual disc, it's just the game will be updated to erase whatever, like every, everything on a disc now is like 95% installed to your hard drive. Once you put the disc <laughs> yeah. in. So yeah. But like that what base disc, what's left? It's useless. It's all it's gone. Just, it's just a right rights to enter the game, and it's, and, and it's, all of that is free anyway. Of the planets that survived essentially, and then everything mm -hmm. else is, is downloaded. So, yeah, this is an evolution of how games are really delivered. Like I can't think of other games really doing this like to this extent. Like I, it's granted like there really are no other games comparable to Destiny, so we're in kind of unshared territory. But I mean, this has kind of happened in the past where if you buy a game. And you're, for example, even if you buy like Call of Duty, right? And then they sunset like multiplayer, they turn off the servers and, and you lose access to all of that. And, and that sort of stuff happens all the time. So I think gamers are kind of used to at least part of their game becoming antiquated and retired. And then you've got a disc that's got basically nothing it's not on that it. Old, it's only um, been like three years, you know, it's, and your yeah. two stuff. Like, so so th this is that happening way faster. Right? Yeah. But, it's like, yeah, it's so. like playing I mean, Legend of Zelda on your Switch. It's like you're playing Legend of Zelda on your Switch and they're like, hey, we're getting rid of the fire area and the ice area. People didn't really like that, but we're replacing it with something yeah. a quarter of the size. Imagine <laughs> if you bought Destiny 2 and then you just kept it like wrapped and you put it on your backlog and you're like, I'll get to it eventually. And then now you're looking at the game and you're like, oh no, like I ran out of time. Yeah. It's just very weird. Like I understand that they, they physically probably need to do this or else the game just becomes literally unupdatable and unsustainable. But yeah. Yeah. the practice, like seeing all this listed out like this and like just straight up losing like two years of, of stuff is, yeah. is pretty wild. For sure. So final segment of the show, let's talk about uh, some of the questions that you had, Paul, now that we've kind of, I think we've gone through everything. Is there anything that I missed guys? That's, that's the whole twab farm. <laughs> yeah, well, the, farm. the farm's still there, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh no, no, it's it's gone. Oh, is it? There, I, I missed sure, it. I, it, it I wasn't mentioned in the top, but it's it's on the list of like the the big list they made. So because where's I mean, the big yeah, list? There's another it's, list. It's, it's, it's linked at the bottom. Um, oh my god! After, so, uh, after the vendor list, I guess so, so much for my idea of turning that into a in-game LFG space, huh? I guess. Nope. Guess that didn't get through to Bungie. <laughs> I mean, you only have to go to the farm for Red War and then Zero yeah. Hour, and with both of those being gone, it quite literally serves no purpose. So well, I'm it's gone. gonna find farm on this page. Yeah, there it goes. Mercury, Mars, Titan, Io, Leviathan, the farm. I love how it's listed with the other like six. It's like it's like equal in importance. <laughs> The farm is just. The farm, I think the farm. Life. The farm is a bigger blow to me leaving the game than like most of the planets that are going. <laughs> like honestly, the farm is like the one I'm like. Ugh. The farm was a good so storytelling device for like the base yeah. Red War campaigns. Yeah, for like, that, the final the two missions. The final reveal, because the final reveal dope. where you end up in the rebuilt tower at the very end. That's a cool moment, like transitioning from the farm to the tower. It's just that the farm doesn't need to exist <laughs> for any reason after that. So that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what was the last? So questions, Paul. You you had asked some questions. Yeah. What, in your opinion, is the biggest loss? We'll start with you. Seeing you wrote these. 
I think it's the strikes, honestly. Like that that is gonna really hurt that playlist and it's gonna hurt nightfalls. Like it's it's gonna hurt every aspect of, of people who like to grind out strikes, which is kind of the most accessible content. And maybe I mean by the end of year four, I guess we'll have four more strikes in there, but at least initially, like a deficit of of net five strikes, like you are going to be doing so many of the same old ones even more than you were before with those cuts in place. So for, that's my pick for, I think, the biggest blow, even if it's not exactly news uh, compared to some of the other stuff on the list. Yeah. Travis? Uh, so for, for me as a Crucible guy, it's got to be exotics and exotic catalysts. I think, like, Destiny is ultimately a game about, like, getting cool weapons and using them. And I think taking them out of the game and making it so there's not a way to to use it is is kind of a bummer. And then also all of the legendaries. Let's not forget, we've kind of already gotten over this, but... They're essentially vaulting, you know, all of the weapons that are not going to be usable once their uh, light levels retired and can't be brought up to the current level. So I just think like the weapon sandbox, like if I could just describe it as like the one thing I think we're losing the most, it's like weapon sandbox and that's legendaries, the exotics that are not going to be recoverable and the uh, catalysts you can no longer find. I think those are really big losses for the game. Yeah, I agree with you. I I think it's it's the catalyst, honestly, that that should have been a thing that they had figured out. They did this back when we had, God, what was it? Lakshmi and the vendors for, yeah, what's it called? Yeah, for the faction. Faction rally. Yeah, yeah, we lost the all rallies, the, yeah. the things associated with faction rallies and that, that was a big hit and they, they hadn't figured out anything for that. So we're going through that all again. They're just not ready to address the catalyst issue. What what grand master plan could they possibly have for like reintroducing these like yeah. <laughs> 10 old They're never catalysts. coming back. I, I, I think, they, I think they, these are gone. be any more complicated than like throwing all of them in strikes and crucible as drops. Like yeah. maybe changing some of the requirements just to be flat kills instead of like doing things in sunset activities. But like, I, I just, I don't understand why that is, is harder than it looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't think what, they're going to come back, to be honest. <laughs> what about good news? Paul, you put a note here. Um, I I think the one piece of good news is, well, <laughs> two. No, my number one is that Reckoning is gone, and I never have to do Bridge of Folly again for any reason. <laughs> Super thrilled about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Prophecy news is, is really good, that we are probably going to not be without that for you know a very short amount of time. At least that's what it's making it seem like. When previously it, it sounded like at least a full a full season off of that, um, but yeah, I, honestly, reckoning and Citadel being deleted are probably my two favorite things in, in general. <laughs> Travis, how about you? Uh, yeah, I think my favorite thing is just uh, consolidating things to focus on for players. That that is something that I sympathize with. Like Bungie on is like you get into the director and it's just like, there's so many activities to do and so many weekly rituals to follow up with. And I'm really excited for. A, de- a version of Destiny where like my checklist is small, but uh, better curated and more focused, and and hopefully is stuff that I just would rather do because because like you know even this season there was like a period where I was going back and doing forges for some reason and I'm like why why is this still part of my life like please be gone so I'm just happy that they're they're gonna kind of like focus up I think that's the biggest positive yeah for me like getting that core experience more streamlined. I I think that's a positive note that's coming out of all this. And it's going to be a smaller install size. Destiny was kind of getting out of control and it's nice. I hope that what this means is that 
Europa and Beyond Light is just going to be such a huge location that maybe it'll offset a lot of this. But based on what they've said is being added, it, it doesn't seem like that's the case. There's rumors of like new vendors and anything like that. Uh, I'll actually skip around here. So how big do you guys think Europa and Beyond Light is going to be based on this? Uh, Travis? I think it'll be, the campaign will probably be shorter than Forsaken, I'm guessing. Maybe close to the length, but I don't think it's going to be like as big as like Destiny 2's launch or anything like that. I'm still of the opinion that Beyond Light is like their Rise of Iron year. I think it's like an mm -hmm. extra year for them to get ready for uh, the Witch Queen. And I think that's going to be the big expansion. And then uh, beyond that, probably the, the darkness one that's happening, uh, Lightfall, will be uh, will be also really large. But I, I think it'll it'll maybe be like a Rise of Ironish expansion with its own raid, and I think the area will will probably be pretty big. But that's never been the question for me with Destiny. It's been is the area like good? Is it well used? Do I like being there? Yeah. Are there interesting things to do and activities that uh, don't don't make me you know want to fall asleep on the couch? So that that's. What, what I'm what I'm concerned with, but yeah, I, I'm of the opinion that this isn't going to be the world's biggest expansion, and that, that they're they're kind of laying the foundation for stuff that they want to do in the future. And okay. I hope I'm wrong, but that's that's my feeling so far. Paul, I am I'm revising my prediction downward a little bit. I, like before we knew anything, I, I thought this was going to be like Rise of Iron Year, and we were going to get like the Dreadnought back or something, and it was going to be kind of another Shadow Keep. Then, once I started hearing about it, I was hoping that maybe we'd get something like fully on the scale of the Taken King or Forsaken, uh, which which had like big new zones or Forsaken had two new zones. Now, kind of knowing what we know, I think it might land somewhere in the middle. Um, I think Europa is going to be pretty big, although if it was that big, wouldn't it have more than one strike <laughs> in it? Uh, <laughs> which I'm slightly nervous about that aspect of it now. Like it does have the raid too and stuff. Um, Cosmodrome really seems like it's going to launch kind of only like half there and like half filled with stuff. Like they're only having one strike initially. And like, I don't really know what they're going to be using that space for. Like I'm, I'm still not clear on that. Uh, like what exactly the purpose of bringing Cosmodrome back is like, because all we know right now is it's like, it's literally one strike from Destiny 2. And so we there, there could be some story things that happen there as part of the campaign for Beyond Light for whatever reason, even though it's not close to Europa. But it, it just seem, it seems like it's something that's going to be built up over the course of the next year. And if that's true, this seems like it would come in smaller than Forsaken. My ultimate hope is that they do what they did with Forsaken and keep an entirely new separate area a secret, which is what they did with the Dreaming City. Um, so I, I don't the theory is that it could be like the giant interior of a pyramid ship or something like once we complete the main beyond light campaign like that's the new secret space that has its own stuff and then we unlock a, a different strike there like but bungie is kind of all about their their secrets at this point and i think they understand that people are hyped enough for beyond light where i wouldn't put it past them keeping something that big under wraps as a surprise because they know how well the dreaming city went over so that's like my secret hope. My actual expectation is now like somewhere in between Forsaken and Shadowkeep. Like I don't think it's going to be quite as small as Rise of Iron like Travis says, but I don't necessarily think it's going to be as big as I thought it was eh, maybe like a month or so ago. I do remember they said something about the the size of it compared to one of the planets. I, I don't think it'll be I think as it was Nessus. 
Oh, did they say that? I didn't see that. Yeah. I, I was just looking for it now while you were giving your answer. I remember them saying something about the, the size of it, but uh, I can't find it. I would assume uh, like EDD Nessus, like not like Titan, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but yeah. Titan or IO can't be too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Scale wise, I, I would guess something not not quite as big as the EDC, but we are we are getting the Cosmodrome, and that's pretty substantial size. And we're we're going to be getting uh, Beyond Light, so I think Beyond Light will be a little bit smaller than the EDC. Definitely not as anywhere near as dull as uh, Mercury was in in terms of the amount of space that you have. So that's just my guess. Uh, there was a note that I saw here. Uh, yeah, so. This is from Reddit. Catalyst available to earn again by season 13 or 14. It's sort of up in the air. That's where I got that from. And then uh, ornaments are going to apply. No news on transmog. So those were a few notes from uh, my Twitter <laughs> Twitter call out begging for info on transmogrification. You're not going to tell you. <laughs> no. No way. Um, I guess the last thing that you had that we didn't really address, was there, was there anything that surprised you? So... I mean, I, I could start. The thing that surprised me was that Ada's just going to be gone. I I didn't see the Forges in, in Reckoning coming. Uh, I kind of thought Zero Hour would, but they had given no indication, and there's no destination justification for removing those. It's just your two content. So I guess we kind of have to keep in mind that the seasonal model now is going to stop deleting new activities, at least for like the, the next year. So yeah. once once we get things like sundial or whatever you know back they're going to stay in for at least that year so that may help kind of refill the cup and all these activities that are being deleted so maybe it's not quite as as vast as it sounds but it is a lot yeah the thing that surprised me was just the crucible maps again i don't really understand the logic there i'm kind of not surprised about all the pve stuff they're removing because i i see it as like a way to consolidate what players are doing in the game, but yeah, the Crucible maps is still like a head scratcher for me. So, yeah, all I can find about the sizes is 115 gigs, something like that. So the total total game size would be 115. Yeah, yeah. Well, flight simulator is what 115, and that's planet Earth basically, and then it's it still streams data to your computer the whole oh, time. No, those are terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So reaction wise. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's it's just interesting. I, I I'm surprised by how much is being vaulted. Um, Here's I want to know more. The reason I'm sad about the Ada thing, just really quick, is because with the Deepstone Crypt being the new raid location, I have to imagine she's going to be involved in some way, because her story is actually super interesting. It's just such a shame that it was just hidden away in the game. Like it's really actually difficult to get her story missions because it just didn't seem like a clear quest. Anyway, Travis, what were you going to say? I was going to say, like, if I could just have one more question before we wrap up is, Hit, hit um, what do you, what do you, what do you guys hope that they take out of the vault first? Stuff and this is D1. including D1 and D2. Yeah. Like what, if you yeah, could choose one thing that they would take Destiny out. It's probably two separate questions. I mean, for Destiny 1, probably the Dreadnought and all of that stuff. I th- I would like to see that return. Prison of Elders also kind of maybe too, though. I yeah. think that would be, although jiving that with the existing version of Prison of Elders that we were running strikes in is kind of weird. Um, <laughs> if those would both exist at the same time. 
Destiny 2, I, I hope they find a way to bring Menagerie back and, and kind of repurpose it. I think that was just a, a good all-around grind activity that they never did enough with. They never rotated the loot pool or did really anything that cool with it, even though it was a very good kind of micro-raid baseline matchmade activity. Uh, so I, I would like yeah. to see that return. So. The raid, yeah, I guess. Fault the, of glass, man. Yeah, for, yeah, we we didn't really mention oh, that. Well, the old... that's cheating. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's something that I'm excited about. If if there was something else I want to see, I want to see Wrath of the Machine. You know, I I think that was a really really solid raid, and we we'll, have the we'll gear. Do Wrath. Pardon? I told you Wrath for sure. Oh yeah, yeah that would be great. Definitely, uh, and Hawkmoon. I forgot to mention that we're getting Hawkmoon coming back. Uh, are there any? A lot of people have said Icebreaker. Do you guys want to see Icebreaker make a return or no? Yes. No. Nope. Yes, I do. <laughs> it will break the game. Let's do it. Yeah, broke just, the. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they're changing Hawkmoon, so like the thing about it that was interesting it doesn't exist anymore. So <laughs> maybe yeah. they can yeah, change it'll, it'll Icebreaker, break. except it doesn't respond. Yeah, to it's ammo. One of the that looks like Icebreaker <laughs> yeah. and doesn't regenerate ammo, which is like the whole point um if they change it into something cool like sure i i just i know they're not going to bring it back with the ammo generation which yeah. is probably a good thing or they'll make it a catalyst to do it and then they'll make that unacquirable in the It'll game fire stars which is in the content <laughs> yeah. vault <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's the only way to get the catalyst that actually makes the gun do what you want it to do uh okay separate question and this is the last one what's something that you hope stays in the vault Ooh. No, oh yeah, you did. I, you did I, an article right. of things oh, you want. Obviously, yeah. obviously, it's reckoning for me. I just, I reckoning. hate that so much. So much. And like, I've, I've even yeah. been doing it this freaking season with the stupid requirements for the story quests because it's technically the most efficient way to get umbral traces. And like, I will never, I will never stop being mad for my random ass teammates failing the bridge of folly because they <laughs> won't stand in the circle or won't kill the. So much I just realized what I want to get rid of. What I hope just perishes from Destiny for all time is the infinite forest and any activity having to do with it. <laughs> I'm talking Festival of the Lost. I'm talking any. I don't want to see it. I'm tired of that loading screen of a game mode. Just go away. Wait, 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 wait. So this is my final question. Not to keep adding final questions. <laughs> I didn't get the same mind. We all have three <laughs> final questions. <laughs> we, go ahead, Destin. What do you want right, to so, Mine was just any of the currencies, like just delete them oh, yeah. from my inventory. Strange coins are coming back, yeah. baby. Like, Not wait till six yeah, looking but, at my vault right now, here, here's some weird currencies that can just burn in hell. Uh, Black Armory <laughs> schematics, modulus reports, um, pure right, matter glass really lenses, uh, ghost fragments, hey, Destin, phantasmal cores, you know, rescue armory cores, all those can go. When they add the catalysts back in that they're taking out, the only way to get them will be through those materials after you've deleted oh them. God. You're going to have to be grinding those, <laughs> and they're going to ask for a thousand chocolate strange coins. You're going to be so upset. No, Finest matter weave and rainmaker. Was, my final question was related to Infinite Forest, where because of the delay, Festival of the Lost was going to be out after Mercury and Infinite oh. Forest were gone. So do you think that Festival of the Lost is going to not be the Haunted Forest this time, and there's something else planned? Or do you think it's even more of a reason for them to just 
copy and paste it because now they're like yes. really kind of scrambling. I think they were going to copy and paste it regardless. I think they they're going to take it would have been out, fun, right? It yeah. would have been sunset, so literally wouldn't have been in the game if it came out on time after Beyond Light yeah. in September. I, I hope they I, do I think, something I think special. they're just going to put it in. Yeah, me too. Well, they I mean, used to they do the thing to. where the spider comes over your lens when you're sniping. It's kind oh, of yeah, a... that's so... Make, it really redeems the mode, Dustin. Let's just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to use a consumable. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think that's uh, everything we wanted to go over for this episode. We went way longer than I expected. I thought this would be like a 30, 40-minute episode. We're at 60 minutes right now. So thank you, Paul. It's big, big uh, week. Yeah, it's definitely a big week. There's a lot, lot to I think can, about. I can talk all day. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Paul, where can people find you if they don't already know? Uh, at Paul Tassi on Twitter. Google me for my articles. Look for me on YouTube because that's a thing now. And then uh, I wrote some books on Amazon. You can find too. So. Is your book still on Those sale? Might find me. Oh, I think so. I have to check. It might not be anymore. It was two. My fourth book was two bucks for a while, but that. It's a bestseller. Promo bestseller. Uh, no, it's back up again, but <laughs> still buy it anyway. Because um, that would be nice. Thank you. <laughs> yep. got, it right, got it right here. I'm on page. Boom. He's ready to read it. 12 of 443. 12. All right. You're getting there. <laughs> I'm cruising. <Making> progress. <laughs> They're still I, in the I, bar. I do not have a book, but you can find me at Ty Guy Travis on Twitter. <laughs> I just took down your lower third. There it is again. Boom. You can find me at Destin Legary on Twitter. Uh, thank you both for just sort of talking about this. This is this is such a big week for Destiny. Let us know what you think about all the content vaulting stuff in the comments below. Thank you guys, and until next time, everybody, Guardians, Guardians out. Guardians out. out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.